Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up, everyone? It's Dr. Will Cole, and welcome to The Art of Being Well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to consult people around the world via webcam. I started one of the first functional medicine telehealth centers in the world over a decade ago, and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, which is my newest book. I wrote The Inflammation Spectrum and Ketotarian. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the books, the telehealth center, and there's lots of free resources there as well. You can check it all out at your leisure at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. All right, let's get to today's wonderful guest. She is a longtime friend of mine, brilliant colleague. Her name is Dr. Amy Shaw. She is a double board certified medical doctor and nutrition expert with training from Cornell, Columbia, and Harvard universities. Basically, she's freaking smart. Drawing from her background in internal medicine and allergy immunology, as well as her own wellness journey, she has dedicated her practice to helping her patients feel better and live healthier through her integrative and holistic approach to wellness. She was named one of Mind Body Green's top 100 women in wellness to watch and appears regularly on national television shows and podcasts and in national magazines. She's been, like I said, a longtime friend of mine, love her dearly, and we can learn so much from her. Be sure to also stay tuned through the end of my conversation with Dr. Shaw because I answer another one of your burning health questions and another ask me anything. All right, let's get to it. This is Dr. Amy Shaw's Art of Being Well. So you have a brilliant book. It's called, it's very amazing title, I'm So Effing Tired. So Dr. Amy Shaw, why are we so effing tired? First of all, I want to thank you because I think that all of this started because you introduced me to someone we both 
know and love Heather Jackson. And I think um, that was such a great connection. Thank you for that. Because before that, I was like, yeah, one day I'll write a book, you know, maybe when I'm retired, because that's how people do it in traditional medicine. Like, you know, you work clinically all your life. And then when you're kind of at the age of your kids are older, your practice is all kind of on autopilot, then you go down and write a book. So thank you for that. So I wrote this book called I'm So Effing Tired. And it's all about, it's my first book. It's all about why we are living this world feeling exhausted all the time. And it's considered normal, quote unquote, normal. And the problem is, is that it's not normal yet. uh, We continue to say, oh, it's, you're getting older. Oh, it's just because you have a busy job, you know, all of these things and nothing is ever addressed at the root cause. And so this is my way of saying, hey, if you're in this situation, which so many of us are, and you've been brushed aside, just as so many of us were, then here are some solutions that you may try. Because if you just go the conventional route, which is pretty much nothing and no guidance, then you're headed to disease. So we know that even in the short life that I've lived, and probably you too, you're pretty much a similar age, obesity has tripled chronic diseases, diabetes, heart disease, Alzheimer's, all of these chronic diseases have risen, including autoimmune disease like allergies and asthma, which have, have doubled in prevalence also. So this the status quo is not working to keep us well. We need to figure out other ways. So that was that's basically the premise. I love it. And something that I'm curious to get your answer on this. You and I both got our start professionally and clinically in this world of functional medicine or nutrition, wellness, health and wellness at the rally, at the same time. I mean, yeah. we started writing for Mind Body Green when we were the OG people. Yeah. We were the OG writers for Mind Body Green. Isn't it amazing to look back on how much things have changed and evolved in health and wellness? Can you kind of share your, what your perspective is on that. Absolutely. So when I was a nutrition major in college, it was not in vogue. And then after medical school and all this training, like 20 years plus training, I went out into practice and I was feeling like all of what I wanted to impart on the world, what I want to learn myself was not being used. I literally was using very little nutrition knowledge. I was, had like two minutes to talk to a patient about it. And I felt really kind of stifled in my career. I felt like there's more to, to this than, you know, what I was doing. And that's exactly, uh, you know, around the time where I heard a podcast where Jason, uh, Jason Walker, the CEO of Mind Body Green, for people who don't know, was on the podcast talking about Mind Body Green. And he, at the end of it, you know, to end the notes, uh, there was like a plug for Mind Body Green. They said, you're accepting submissions, right, Jason? And he goes, yeah, uh, you know, just send it to submit at mindbodygreen.com or whatever it was. And to me, that was like a sign. I was like, well, maybe instead of speaking to patients about it in the clinic, which I felt like there was just no option other than just telling them, hey, you should look at this uh, book or you should read this thing. Maybe I could start writing some stuff. And that's how I started. And I started to send it to Mind Body Green because literally I felt like that was my chance uh, to do something different. And soon I started writing for them pretty regularly. And because it was like an outlet for me and it was a place to send my patients who are interested in 
that kind of pathway. And that's exactly how it started. And then probably like a year and a half, I think it was like almost two years into it. The editor at that time, Carrie, uh, she reached out to me and she said, Hey, uh, Dr. Shah, do you have a website or any way to contact you? Because there's a lot of people who are like asking and I don't see anything in here. And literally I didn't have a website. I didn't have like any place for a consult or um, anything, uh, email list, nothing. And so that was kind of the day I started my like two minute website and the rest <laughs> is history. I love that. And we've been to every, I, I talk about revitalize a lot on the art of being well on the podcast, uh, because you and I are the only people I think that have been to every single one. Are we the only one? What about, um, Tara? Was Tara also? Tara Styles? She may be close to everyone. I, I don't know. That most of them, but she might not have been yeah, to all I of think them. She may have missed one because of a baby being born or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sweet baby. I know. And it's such a, for literally there was one year where I couldn't go originally. And I thought to myself, every single time I've gone to a mind body green conference, a revitalized conference, something good has happened after. And mm-hmm. like, whether it's professionally, personally for my health or something's good ha- happened. So I, I literally changed everything because I was like, I know that there's something good about it. And there's something about human connection that you just can't get virtually. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that far from you to <laughs> yeah. drive out of Scottsdale. It's yeah. That's, that's why I originally went because I didn't even have, I barely had started my website at the first one and I really had no business being there, but I was just so interested in that topic. And that's why I think I made myself go that first time. Yeah. And for people that are new to this or don't know what we're talking about, it's basically the way that I describe it is like the United Nations of wellness. You have all (laughs) different types of people, medical doctors, naturopathic doctors, yoga teachers, tons of different fields within wellness, sustainable clothing. I mean, it goes on and on beauty, but it hasn't happened the past two years because of COVID, which sucks, but hopefully soon. I know. I hope this year, are they, I don't know. I haven't heard anything, but I'm sure no, I haven't. that they're probably waiting to see what happens. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So let's go back to fatigue. What are the, some of the top things, what are some of the top things that you see clinically? That's really the underlying components of why people are struggling with tiredness, fatigue, yeah. lethargy, things like this. Fatigue is such a multifactorial problem, meaning that there are so many different ways that your body can feel tired. You can feel emotionally tired, physically tired, mentally tired. And we also have to know that there's many 40 plus conditions that create a symptom of fatigue. So, you know, iron deficiency anemia, something very common, thyroid disease, very common. There are just so many B12 deficiency, vitamin D deficiency. So really before you get into the deep nitty gritty of like changing your diet lifestyle, which we'll talk about, you really have to make sure that the things that we can check for, we do check for and make sure that those are within normal limits. Now you can argue about what normal limits is, but in general, you don't want to be trying to change your diet when the problem is, is that you're bleeding from your stool and your iron level is super low. So you definitely want to get that checked. So once you have your blood level checking, that's something that any of us can go to any of our physicians, practitioners, and nowadays you can even get your own blood testing, but you definitely want to get a thorough evaluation 
before you start on this route of figuring out why you're so tired. And once you figure that out, uh, once you've pretty much got the clean bill of health or you're working on replacing your thyroid, working on replacing your vitamin D, then you go to the next step, which is the gut brain connection. Our gut is the center of our health and the gut is talking to the immune system all the time. It's talking to our hormones all the time and it's talking to our brain all the time. So when we say my hormones are imbalanced, my gut is inflamed or imbalanced, or you're saying that my immune system is either, you know, autoimmune too much or a hypoimmune getting sick all the time. That is a problem that is happening in the gut. It's the gut communication. And so that's why nutrition and what you eat, when you eat, how you eat is the biggest lever to change this gut connection with your brain and with your organs. And, you know, in traditional training, we always learn that all of these things are separate and we never really learned that they're all centered and attached and interplay. And that happens in the gut. That is something that is new research and things that, you know, traditional medicine just doesn't talk about. And so basically the number one step is changing how you eat, what you eat, when you eat. I know we love to talk about when you eat, because we, I think people really have heard a lot about what you eat, meaning that they know that, okay, let's cut out the processed sugars. Let's increase the fiber. Let's increase the vegetables and fruit. They don't really hear a lot about when to eat or how to eat. And we don't get a lot of guidance around that. And I think that's why intermittent fasting has become so popular because there's really not a lot of information from trusted sources. And people want to know, well, wait, we heard about this thing in the literature that can help you, you know, reduce your cholesterol, reduce your body fat, improve your longevity, improve your muscle fat, like, but nobody's talking about it. So what is that part? So I talk about what to eat, when to eat, how to eat, how to time your day best mm-hmm. with circadian rhythms, which is our inner 24 hour clock. And those three things is a great building block. Like what you eat, when you eat, how you think and handle stress. And, you know, like what you eat, when you eat, and how you handle stress are like the three top things you can do right now today to improve your energy. Let's talk about those things. I love it. I have to tell you guys about an amazing new service I found called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it very easy and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. From art prints that you love and posters to the photos sitting on your phone, which we all know we have a lot of those on our phone just sitting there. So let's actually enjoy them and look back at all those wonderful memories that are just living on our phone. You can use FrameBridge for just about anything. This holiday season, FrameBridge is the perfect way to give the gift they will actually want to receive. Don't just give slippers again, my friends. Come on, give them something special, something only you could give. This year, gift better with FrameBridge. Here's how it works. It's very simple. Just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. You can preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece straight to you or anyone on your holiday list. A handcrafted 
personalized gift from FrameBridge starts at only $39 and all shipping is free. Plus my listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use my code WILLCOLE. Order online at framebridge.com or stop by a FrameBridge store to work with a designer in person. If you're in New York City, DC, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Boston, or Chicago. I love framebridge.com because like I mentioned, I have so many pictures on my phone and anyone that's a parent out there will know you look back on old pictures of your kids, even from a couple months ago. And you're like, what the heck? My kids are growing before my eyes and you don't really realize it until you look at pictures. So instead of all those past photos living on my phone, no one even looking at them, I can have them hanging in beautiful frames in my home for everybody to enjoy. So get started today, frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Just go to framebridge.com and use my promo code WillCole to save an additional 15% off your first order. Again, that's framebridge.com, use promo code WillCole, framebridge.com, promo code WillCole. Reaching your intermittent fasting goals can be a challenge sometimes due to things like hunger, mental focus, a dip in your energy levels, or emotional hanger. Nobody likes to be hangry, right? So how do you make your fast more effective, easier, enjoyable? Well, a secret weapon that I have is the fast bar from my friends at El Nutra. It is the only bar scientifically formulated for intermittent fasting. It's non-GMO, it's gluten-free, it's made without soy or dairy, and it has plant-based protein. It is a keto-friendly, nut-based nutrition bar. It can be incorporated into intermittent fasting and keto or low-carb and plant-based gluten-free lifestyle, or if you're just into clean eating, which you should be if you're listening to this podcast. It's available in five flavors, nuts and honey, cacao chip, dark cocoa, lemon berry, and blueberry acai. My favorite one is the nuts and honey one, if you if you wondered what my favorite one is. It's available at Sprouts and at fastbar.com and also on Amazon. And what's really cool is, guys, it doesn't break your fast, meaning you can have a fast bar and you're still going to be in a fasted state. So it kind of takes the edge off the fast. You can fast for longer, still be in ketosis if you're fasting longer and get all these wonderful benefits of intermittent fasting like brain boosting, lowered inflammation, autophagy, the cellular recycling, and so many other benefits that I talk about on the podcast and in Intuitive Fasting, my latest book. The benefits seen in a randomized control study in 105 adults after a 15-hour overnight fast comparing the blood sugar or glucose and ketone results every hour for four hours in the fast bar group, breakfast group, and water fast group. Data is on file. I love the fast bar and I've been using it for years. All you have to do is use code WILLCOLE for an additional 10% off the already discounted products at fastbar.com. Again, that's code WILLCOLE, my name, for an additional 10% off at fastbar.com. So what are some foods that people can focus on? They know generally the foods to avoid, right? But what are some foods that you feel like people aren't eating enough of 
that can really be supportive of of energy and supporting that gut brain and connection. Yeah, I'll tell you what happened to me. I was one of the 97% of Americans who don't eat enough fiber. Like I was a physician, I was healthy, I was exercising all the time. And I still had gut issues, hormone issues, energy issues. And it was one of the biggest reasons was I thought, oh, um, I'm too busy to like, you know, sit down and eat a, a big bowl of vegetables or soup, soup, salad, smoothie, scramble, all of those things. And what I realized is that's just a simple act of adding vegetables to every single one of my meals was the easiest, fastest way for me to improve my health. And so that's something that I highly recommend for anyone who's like, I'm already healthy. I'm already doing some of the right things. I uh, exercise, I sleep well, but what about, look at your fiber intake. How, are you eating vegetables? Like it could be as easy as I'll show you what I have this green smoothie right now. could be as easy as, you know, you're in a big rush. Why don't you go get a green smoothie? It might have spinach and you can make it at home, spinach, protein powder, almond milk, and you're done. Or you can eat vegetables for breakfast, which is very non-traditional in America, but it's pretty common in other parts of the world to eat vegetables for breakfast. And so adding vegetables and fiber into my diet has been transformative, not only for my GI health, but for my energy. And so that's something I highly recommend. I love that. So yeah, let's touch on that a little bit. Do you recommend a specific amount of fiber? You're just saying increase it. And then what are some of the benefits of fiber? People know about it maybe very generally, but what are some of the, no, this is more than just get your fiber in. This is quite important imperative for your health. Yeah. I thought fiber was like adding some kind of some brand to my <laughs> diet or something like that. Cause that's what yeah, people yeah. think of as fiber. I never knew that fiber is in all the vegetables we eat. Um, and it's even in garlic and onions and sweet potato and avocado. And of course it's in carrots and celery and spinach and kale. So at broccoli and cauliflower. So what happened to me is that I learned that the microbiome, the studies on the microbiome. And what was fascinating to me is that it's very clear that the gut bacteria that live in, in our body, they have needs too. They need to sleep and they need to eat and they are very fragile and they can be killed. And they literally are the drivers of our health. And once I realized that, I'm like, wow, how do I take care of these microbes, these very, very helpful microbes? And one of the ways is, you know, avoid antibiotics if you don't need them or things that obviously kill them. And number two, instead of just dropping in new bacteria through probiotics or pills, one of the better way, even more so, is nurturing the bacteria that you already have there, feeding them food, treating them well. So they're like friends that are inside your body that are literally going to talk to your immune system to calm it down when it's too inflamed. They're going to balance your hormones. They're going to take out excess estrogen when there's too much. And then they'll help metabolize other hormones so that you get enough. They're essential in thyroid health and mental health and uh, uh, obesity and all of that thing, all of that stuff. So I started to learn, okay, what do these bacteria eat? These bacteria love to eat something called prebiotics. And for people who don't know, prebiotics is just a type of fiber. So fiber can be brand fiber, but fiber can also be prebiotic fiber. Prebiotic fiber best would be described as like 
plant matter fiber. So things like broccoli, the, the, the stems of the broccoli, things like jicama, things like onions and garlic. These are very, very high prebiotic fiber. And mostly all vegetables that have fiber work as like a prebiotic fiber. These prebiotic fibers are eaten by the bacteria and they can go all around your body to send signals and improve your health and longevity. I mean, these short chain fatty acids are magical um, things and they come as a byproduct of prebiotic fiber. So that is my case for fiber. Now, how much should you get? Depends. Like if you get zero to 10 grams, you really want to bring that up to like the 40 gram recommendation. That is uh, what, you know, they recommend in America. But if you are someone who is eating healthy, you need to even up that even more, maybe up to six to eight servings of vegetables a day is something that I aim for. And I don't always get it. I have to admit, but that's something to aim for because the more I, uh, more you stick to a very heavy prebiotic based diet, the less you have room for all the other junk and the better you feel overall and the more your bacteria are happy. Love it. All right. Let's talk about when to eat. And you and I talk about to our patients and in our books about intermittent fasting and the exciting science around it, what it can do for our health, our brain, our energy levels, inflammation, our gut health, all this really cool stuff for our health. But fasting gets a bad rap sometimes, right? I mean, it's, there's a lot of misconception. There's a lot of conflation with, with chronic caloric restriction, why do you think fasting gets a bad rap and what, what way do you recommend to fast? I think whenever something gets really popular, it's going to have a contrarian group that, you know, is equally trying to get attention. And so I think part of that is that because, you know, there's so much science that happens so fast and there's so much interest from us, you know, a lot of us. And I think that the contrarian group said, oh, wait a second. <laughs> not so fast here. And it was literally born out of just being contrary. So that's that. Yeah. Now, do I think that fasting can go down a slippery slope for some people? Absolutely. If fasting is just another way for you to control your food and it's becoming a negative thing, then that is not something that you should be doing at all. Mm -hmm. And the fasting that I recommend, I'm curious to know what you do in your daily life. Well, the best thing that I do and I recommend for very busy people is literally like an overnight circadian fast, which means that, you know, back in uh, 5,000 years ago, uh, when we were in hunter-gatherer societies, we didn't have refrigerators and microwaves and 24-hour drive-thrus. Like we weren't, and then we weren't waking up in the morning, rolling over and having our first glass of orange juice or protein shake. It was not like there was no food right first thing in the morning. You had to go get out and get it. They may, it may be a couple, an hour, a couple hours. And so what I tell people is that our bodies are programmed that way. And so you may not want to do an extended fast or even 16 hours. Maybe you just want to do an overnight fast. I mean, most average time of eating for Americans is 15 to 16 hours a day of eating. And so you're really only having an eight hour break. And so even if you can stretch that out to 12, 13 hours or 14 hour break overnight, you're going to get a lot of health benefits. And I believe that anyone, pretty much anyone can do something like an overnight circadian fast. Now, if you want to do more aggressive fasting, longer fasting, that's to me like running a marathon. You have to decide if it's right for you, if you're willing to train for it, if you have the right 
you know, uh, preparation. And that's where it can get sticky with, uh, especially with people who are trying to go very extreme and can have, there are some cautionary things that people need to know when they're going, you know, 24 hours plus. Yeah. I agree with that. And I, I do more of a time compressed feeding or time restricted feeding, like you're saying, where it's, it's not multiple day fast. There's a place for that. Like you said, if it's yeah. clinically appropriate, if you're normally, if you're under the, the supervision of a, of a doctor or some sort of clinician that knows what they're talking about when it comes to fasting and can monitor you appropriately. But I think like you're saying, these, these vacillating time compressed feeding when you're not doing caloric restriction can be helpful for most people other than people that have a dis- disordered eating, a, a history of that, and should get the go-ahead from their doctor, from their eating disorder specialist. And that's not to say I have seen many times over the years, clinically, the people that had past history of disordered eating actually got the go-ahead from their doctor and their eating disorder specialist. And we've seen them really transform their health to the next level because they've improved their inflammation levels, lower neuroinflammation, improved their gut, balance their blood sugar, which helps their mood, helps their emotional uh, regulation so much. So it's not that they can't do that. They just want to do it in a way that works for them and get the go ahead from their doctor. That's kind of my, my thoughts. Absolutely. And I think that part of the, don't you think that part of the movement is also uh, kind of built up to be this thing. Like everybody loves a fight, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. you know, how could you say this when it's this, but there definitely is a happy medium when it comes to you yeah. know time restricted eating or, or intermittent fasting. Yeah. I perfectly said people, it's that toxic tribalism. It's yeah. like, well, it's like these broad sweeping statements one way or the other and both, both extremes, they lose the nuance and the context that we're trying to talk about in the middle. Um, hundred percent agreed. All right. Let's talk about exercises. What exercises are the best for somebody that's trying to improve their energy levels? So this is interesting. Long ago, I believe that more is better with exercise because that's what we've taught. We've been taught we're like, you know, one, 10 minutes is not enough. You know, one hour may not even be enough, whatever. And so what I was doing, what a lot of people I think would do is I was over exercising and I would exercise to the point where I, my body was stressed and then I wouldn't get enough sleep because who sleeps, you know, that, that time in my mind, it was like, I'll sleep, you know. I don't have time to sleep because if you sleep, that means you're not working hard enough. And here we're rewarding people who overwork, right? Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sleeping well. I was doing these super early morning, 5.30 or 6 a.m. intense workouts or long runs. And then I had a very stressful day, two kids, my practice. And so what I was seeing is I wasn't seeing the benefits of the workout. I was more inflamed. Um, my gut health was poor. So what happened is I started to change my diet and I was like, you know, it's kind of weird. I, I read this thing about, you know, over exercising or inflammation from exercise. And so I tried to switch it up a little bit. And what I found is such a huge difference. And I feel like we don't talk about this enough from just movement. And if you think about longevity in the sense of like the people living in the blue zones, the longest living people of the world, they don't go to gyms and do like a high intensity workout for an hour and then sit all day, which is what I was doing. They actually move a lot all day and in nature. And I realized that when I just added in 45 minutes a day total of movement outdoors, and that could mean 10 minutes in the morning, you know, 20 minutes in the evening, 
I realized that the 40, 40, 45 minutes a day was transformative in my health. So part of it is because of the sunlight effect, natural light, and nature has these calming anti-inflammatory effects on your body, but also because I was moving all day. And we know now that like movement all day is so much better than just moving for one hour and then not moving at all. And then the, uh, you know, I stopped doing my very, very long intense runs. What I realized is that it's, there is a time and place for intense training, but you have to have a great recovery plan with it. And what I was doing and what I think a lot of lay people do is that we embark on these very aggressive fitness regimes thinking, Oh, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to do triathlon, but we have no recovery plan. And we don't really think about like how many days off should I be taking? Like, how should I be eating and sleeping and nurturing my body during this? So um, long story short to someone who is a very busy person, like a lot of us with jobs that are demanding and families that are you know, taking up a lot of our time. I actually recommend that you find the workout that energizes you rather than depletes you. And so that may mean that two days a week, you just do nature workouts, um, nature walks or time. And maybe there's two days a week you do high intensity. And maybe you add in two days of or like a day of yoga and balance it out like that. And so that's my customized, you know, you have to customize it to yourself. That's my recommendation around exercise. I love that. Are you taking vitamins every day, but feel no difference? Your body makes it really hard sometimes to absorb nutrients. And remember, we aren't just what we supplement. We aren't just what we eat. We are what we absorb, both from food and traditional supplements. So many things from digestive conditions like celiac and IBS to taking medications like antibiotics and birth control pills to even just being under a lot of stress all can prevent you from absorbing vitamins and nutrients. With lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs, you can finally experience the actual benefits of vitamins and minerals by outsmarting your body's absorption barriers. Live On Labs is the first dietary supplement company to use liposomal encapsulation technology, a method pioneered by pharmaceutical companies to deliver life-saving drugs to the cells where they are needed the most. Lipospheric supplements offer a better way to absorb nutrients, including vitamin C, which I take all the time, folate, which I love as well, B12, zinc, which is great. I mean, basically all of these are great. Magnesium, love that one too. And glutathione, love that too. I've been taking these for years. The nutrients in lipospheric supplements are critical for optimal immune system function, long-term brain health, your metabolism, your skin health, and so much more. Live On Labs only uses ingredients necessary to make a safe and effective product. There is no sugar or any artificial flavors, no colors or fillers in any lipospheric supplement. Plus, they're all vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Order any lipospheric supplement now from liveonlabs.com slash well, W-E-L-L, and get a free sample of all six products plus a free shot glass and free shipping on all orders in the continental U.S. That's liveonlabs.com slash well, L-I-V-O-N labs.com slash well, W-E-L-L.
Electrolyte deficiencies or electrolyte imbalances can cause a whole host of problems like headaches, cramping, fatigue, hangriness, cravings, and weakness. And also, electrolytes play a critical role in many other conditions and serve many other functions throughout the body. I see patients with something called POTS, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Electrolytes play a major role for them. Just overall brain health, breastfeeding, regulating appetite, like I mentioned, curbing cravings. Electrolytes are needed for so many different facets in the human body. The problem with many electrolyte products on the market is they're filled with tons of junk. They're filled with artificial sweeteners or sugar, artificial dyes. It's really not something that I would recommend. What I use is Element. Drink Element is a healthy alternative to sugary electrolyte drinks. Each grab-and-go stick pack replaces essential electrolytes with no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, or any other junk. I drink Element every day to support my brain function when I'm consulting patients for optimal energy. Whether I'm working out that day or it's a rest day, I this is a game changer in my energy levels and my brain function, and it makes my workouts a lot more effective. As a member of our community, Element has a very special offer for you. Claim your free Element sample pack. You only cover the cost of shipping. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash artofbeingwell. Again, that's drinklmnt.com slash artofbeingwell. Something that you touched upon in passing earlier that I've heard you talk about, and I, I don't want to skip over it, are these four S's, right? The smoothie, yeah. scramble. Can you talk about what they are and why they're so important? Why you've seen them be such so helpful for people? Yeah, so a long time ago during my uh, journey, meaning that I was actually in the place of what I talk about in my book of being burned out and inflamed and tired. And one of the things that really helped me back then was a mnemonic. And every time I was thinking about what to eat, I thought of the four S's. And the four S's stand for soup, scramble, smoothie, or salad. So for one of those four S's, you can't go wrong. You know, so you take and you add vegetables to any of those four and you got yourself a healthy meal. And I heard, I think it was like originally... I heard it from Dr. Jade Tata. I don't know if you know him. He's online, but it was many years ago when I was on my journey. I told him, I said that one thing that I learned transformed so much for me because then there wasn't a lot of thinking involved. And I just, just picked up one of those four things at every meal. And the thing is, you know, a lot of people are in this state of overwhelm, right? We have so Mm -hmm. much information. We can get recipes all we want. We can watch tutorials on anything and everything. And sometimes what we really need is a simplified framework in our head so that we can just kind of do that thing. And so that was that thing for me. I love that. Well, it's it's true. I mean, if people just picked up those one of those four things, the world's health would be a lot better. Uh, it wouldn't be, you know, it's not everything, but it's a lot of things. I mean, it starts there without a doubt. And you know, the thing is a lot of times what I would do is I, would be at this position where I would wonder like, should I pick up something to eat for me and the family or should I make something? Oh, but if I make something, then I have to go grocery shopping. I I think about it. 
But when I simplified the framework for myself and for um, everyone around me, it became very easy. Like we're having one of those four things when time, when we have more time, great. But otherwise, if we're having one of those four things and it's already prepped and ready, super easy to put together in uh, in a crunch. It's healthy for the kids and for mm-hmm. myself. I love that. All right, my friend, are you ready for a rapid fire that will change your life and everybody that listens? Well, are you excited for this? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> ready or not? Here we go. <laughs> All right. Question number one. If you could only choose one food to eat for survival, so this is completely based upon nutrient density and survival, what would that food be? Oh, wow. I would say the most nutrient dense and health and survival. I want to pick something that maybe a lot of people don't because I just had them this morning. It's blueberries. Um, mm. I believe that they are the highest source of antioxidants. They provide fiber, they have carbohydrate, you know, you, the only thing you have to get is some kind of protein source somewhere and you could live your life. Love it. All right. Number two, if you had to eat just one food for the rest of your life, regardless of health, this is completely on taste and deliciousness. (laughs) What would that food be? Oh my God. I'd have to, it would be between chips and dark chocolates. Cause I love salty. Like I'm a big salty person. And whenever I want something on my four S's, I always add some chips, but dark chocolate is just like so delicious. What kind of, what kind of chip are we talking about? Like um, tortilla, about chips? corn tortilla chips, like siete chips. Siete, good. Shout out to Siete. There are people that come to revitalize too. Yeah, they are. So, and chocolate, what's your favorite? People are going to be thinking about this. What dark chocolate does she eat? I like the the Hue brand, HU. I like Whole Foods has some really amazing options. I'm always trying something new and different. I usually pick something that's like 75% Cocoa Plus. I love, I like Lily's. I like so many different uh, types of dark chocolate. I'm always experimenting. Love it. All right. So what are two supplements that have been the biggest game changers, either for you or one of your patients? Okay. Oh, wow. Two. I was going to say three, but here's my top two. Now. Go, with, go with three. Go yeah. with three. That's okay. Two. Vitamin D, uh, because it's, you know, transformative for so many. Ashwagandha, because the studies are so strong for relieving stress and improving your energy. And omega-3 fatty acids, because of the anti-inflammatory and brain benefits that you can get from that. Perfect. What is your latest non-food, non-supplement wellness tool, or even like a biohack that you're really into? Um, so many. Oh my gosh. How could I pick one? This is totally weird, but a weighted hula hoop because it, when I went, I went on this wellness getaway last week or two weeks ago now, and we use weighted hula hoops and I learned how to hula hoop. And they were like, you know, you could do this just hanging out with your family. It's an ab exercise. It's movement. It's fun. Everyone can do it. And like, literally I added to cart as we were learning it. And that's been my <laughs> new obsession this week. I love that. Is there a specific weight or do you work up in weight? Is like, you know, you know on Amazon, there's like different options. I picked the standard one, which I want to say is like three pounds maybe. And then okay. I think you can go up from there. Love it. All right. So what is one wellness myth that you would like to dispel once and for all? That health is about exercise and food. 
it's so much more than that. And I know you talk about this all the time and I do too. Like the more and more I go into this wellness world and in for myself and working with patients, I realize it's never just about the food and the exercise. It's always about the stuff in your mind, the things in your heart and your spirit. Like you really have to get everything aligned in order to change your health. Yes. Right. What is one wellness brand that we haven't talked about yet that may, it could be a food, a snack, it could be a product that you really been digging lately. There is this um, Dermy Doc box that I just got and it's a dermatologist that they pick out the best skincare items like in a box and they send them. And, you know, I don't have time to be looking at every single about like one thousands of skincare items that come out. And of course we all want great skin. So it's been a cool find because they send a, a box quarterly and I just got my box. Love it. So Dermy Doc Box? Yeah, I think it's like Dermy Doc Box. I'll have to send you the link. Yeah, we could put the link in the show notes on at at drwillcool.com. Speaking of skincare, that's my next question. Perfect transition, Dr. (laughs) Shaw. If you could only use one skincare product, what would it be? No, I'm not a big, I don't use a lot of skincare products. I guess it would be sunscreen barrier sunscreen, but not before I get my sunlight in the morning. Because I think a lot of people wear sunglasses and sunscreen all day long and you miss out on those beautiful rays of sunshine that go straight to your brain and reset your whole body. I love that. Is there a favorite sunscreen that you like? Uh, Which would you be looking out for? I've really been into barrier sunscreens because of all the, you know, and I've always been into them. And actually on Amazon, you can buy like just the barrier powder like a tight I think it's like a titanium oh I've seen this yeah, yeah. and you can just yeah. mix it like put a little powder into your makeup and don't do what I did which is I bought it right before a beach vacation and I put the whole Amazon thing in my suitcase not realizing that that was not something that they would let through they like opened it and they were like what is this and I was like well, I don't, it's like sunscreen but it's powder and they're so I had to throw the whole thing away. So don't do it. Oh no, <laughs> don't do that. All right, last question. What is a book that you've read in the last year that has really inspired you? It doesn't have to be a health or wellness book, just any book. Besides yours. <laughs> oh, thanks, Fred. <laughs> and the feeling is mutual. Yeah, besides mine, thank you. Um, I have really been loving The Molecule of More. It is a book about the workings of dopamine in our body. You don't have to look up the author. I can't remember it and I'll send that to you. But Molecule of More is like just so fascinating about our reward system, how dopamine works on addiction in just regular life and reward and motivation. Uh, it's fascinating. Oh my goodness. Dr. Shaw, this has been such a great conversation. I love talking to you. It's been been too long, but I think my hope is at least that that we'll see each other in person again soon. I know, I really hope so. It's been so nice to chat and hopefully I'll see you soon. Yes, talk soon. Thank you. At the end of every episode, I'll be answering a question from one of you guys. Nothing is off limits, ask me anything. And you can send your questions over to me on Instagram or Facebook. As a functional medicine practitioner, it's been fun seeing the questions that have already come in on different food philosophies, wellness trends, and ways to approach overall mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being. 
Thanks for those. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else is on your mind. Now it's time for another Ask Me Anything. Today's question is from Samantha. Samantha asks, what exactly are electrolytes? How do we know if we need them? And how do you get them? All right, this is a big question, very important question. So thank you for asking it, Samantha. Electrolytes are very important. A human body would not be alive and healthy without proper electrolyte balance, and they're tightly regulated. They can be thrown off easily with different things, with stress, with dehydration, with not getting enough sleep, even with things like fasting or a lower carb diet. It doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It just means that a lot of different things can throw it off. Even exercise, if I didn't mention that, um, a lot of things can throw off your electrolytes. So it's important to be supporting electrolyte balance for anybody, no matter what you're doing. First of all, electrolytes are things like sodium, potassium, magnesium, calcium, chloride, phosphate, bicarbonate. These are all electrolytes and causes of electrolyte imbalances. Like I mentioned, it's physical activity, dehydration, sweating, certain medications can throw off electrolyte balance. If someone's having looser stools, diarrhea, GI issues, that can throw off electrolytes. Vomiting when you're sick, that can throw off electrolytes. And obviously all the other things that I mentioned and why they're so important and what they actually do for the body is that they, and and I would say this, when you get your electrolytes balanced, the things that you will notice that will, it will enhance exercise performance and just make your day a lot more enjoyable. It improves your sleep. So if you're struggling with sleep problems, definitely you want to make sure your electrolytes are balanced. It can help strengthen your immune system. So if you get reoccurring colds and flus and feel run down a lot, it could definitely help your immune system. It improves your brain health. So people that are struggling with fatigue and brain fog, electrolytes play a major role in brain function. It can help reduce stress, improve your body's resilience against stress. It can decrease anxiety. It can balance your blood sugar. Of course, it's paramount for heart health. And it improves digestion. And one more thing that came to mind, it helps with people with, with headaches as well. So basically, it's, there's far-reaching implications to electrolyte imbalance. And it's a powerful tool for many different systems within the body because basically every system of your body needs these conductors or electrolytes for proper function. So the way that you get electrolytes, a lot of it is through from eating nutrient-dense foods. So things like sodium and potassium and magnesium, you're getting these with the whole foods diet. So if you want resources there, check out drwillcole.com, check out any one of my books. The foods are nutrient-rich with things like sodium and potassium and magnesium in a whole food form. Um, I can talk a lot about sodium and the misconceptions about that, but I'll, you know, I'll leave it to the specifics of this question here. And I would say if anybody is feeling any of these symptoms, especially if you are doing a lot of exercise, if you're sweating a lot, using a sauna, if you're doing any fasting, if you eat a lower carb diet, even cyclically, I would recommend considering at least some electrolyte supplements. So you can do that on your own with just adding Himalayan sea salt to water and sipping on that throughout the day. 
There's something called Sole Water, S-O-L-E, water that I've written about, which is basically high concentrated salt water that you would take a small amount of it um, throughout the day. It's also, I talk about that in my books in the inflammation spectrum and intuitive fasting. So if you want resources on electrolytes, I talk a lot about it in the books and on drwillcole.com. Just use the search engine there and type in electrolytes or Sole Water and you get some resources easily there as well. So we all need electrolytes. So it's just a matter of how much are we getting that from food and how much, if we need extra above and beyond food, do you need to bring in an electrolyte supplement? So in addition to sole water and adding sea salt to water just yourself, there are electrolyte supplements. Obviously, many of you know Element is a sponsor in the podcast. They're not (laughs) sponsoring me to say this, but I use Element quite a bit as well. And there's other electrolyte supplements. Body Bio makes another one called E-Lite that I like a lot. So just look for any added fillers or, or sugars in them. Obviously, you don't want to be taking junk when you're trying to bring in electrolytes. So those are some options. And that's why electrolyte balance is so important. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.